Attorney Aaron Hopkins has been in practice for over 24 years. From his downtown West Frankfort private practice, he serves Southern Illinois and beyond. Aaron Hopkins offers a general practice, family law, criminal defense, DUI reinstatement, and other law matters you may have. AaronHopkinsLaw.com. Friday, March 1st, dress in blue day. It's the start of colorectal cancer awareness month. My next guest is Dr. Jason West with SIH. He's a primary care physician based in Harrisburg. Good morning, Dr. West. How are you? I'm great. How are you today, Robert? Well, I'm just fine. Uh, the, you know, colorectal cancer, now the leading cause of cancer death in men younger than 50, that's me, and the second leading cause of cancer death in women under 50. And, in fact, two years ago, experts recommended dropping that screening age for colorectal cancer from 50 to 45. So, clearly, this is becoming a uh, younger and younger problem. Absolutely. You know, it's really something that we're seeing in younger patients. And so really we're, we're looking to capture those folks that are about 45 to 75 that are kind of at average risk. And those are the people that we say, hey, let's get screened. Certainly if there's a family history of colon cancer, if there's history of, you know, different syn- like colon cancer skin- syndromes, screening recommendations vary a little bit, but we're really pushing now at that 45 age to catch those cancers even earlier so we can help people sooner. Now, this is, can be, I guess, embarrassing. It's colon cancer. It's that area of the body. So in medical terms, Dr. West, I mean, exactly what are we talking about when we say colorectal cancer? Because I know a little bit about anatomy. The colon and the rectum aren't exactly the same. Exactly. That, the rectum is really the last point inside the body before the exit, um, more or less. And then the colon is before the rectum. And so, you know, kind of goes small intestine, colon, rectum. We're really concerned about these areas in the rectum and the colon where people over time can develop groups of abnormal cells that initially are probably just polyps. You know, we've heard about that. Maybe we've had family members. Maybe we personally have had polyps. And over time, those polyps within 10 to 15 years really can potentially turn into a deadly cancer that eventually can spread. And so, you know, that, that's the exciting part about this month is we're just kind of bringing awareness that even though this maybe is an embarrassing topic, using the bathroom, we can help somebody avoid dying from cancer. We can help somebody getting a life-threatening disease just by talking a little bit about stool. You know, I guess I would also just say most providers, if not all providers, are not really embarrassed or not impressed to talk about stool. It, it's a, you know, we all do it every day, and so it's an important conversation to have with your doctor. Yeah, it, it really is, and uh, it's when they ask you what color and consistency. I, uh, it's it's embarrassing, but it is medical, and they talk about it every day. It is not embarrassing for them, and maybe a little uncomfortable for us at the start. But it's your body function, and it's one of the telltale signs of how your body is functioning. Now, Dr. West, um, what are some of the early signs of colorectal cancer? I mean, I've witnessed firsthand that this is often undetected sometimes and until it's too late. Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of times people will either notice a change in their stool color like you alluded to. So maybe they'll say, oh, it looked like there was a little bit of blood in the stool or maybe my stool was really, really dark, you know, black and tarry. Um, that, that would be concerning for some type of blood. Typically, though, um, they see red blood or people will say, gosh, my bowels have really changed. I'm having a lot more trouble using the bathroom. My stools maybe are a lot more thin than what they used to be. I'm having abdominal discomfort occasionally. And then sometimes in some severe cases, people have lost an extreme amount of weight um, unintended, and then we, then we get a little bit concerned. 
What about um, physical discomforts? Uh, one person I know who is currently battling this disease, their really first symptom was they couldn't sit in their chair at work for more than a couple of hours without, well, their bottom starting to hurt. And that went on and on and got worse and worse until finally they couldn't take the pain anymore of just sitting. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly in that area, people can have all different types of symptoms. And so, you know, it's just a reminder that even if a symptom um, such as changing, you know, how big your stools are, the color of your stools, how often you're using the restroom, even though it's like, gosh, that's embarrassing. That's not something I want to share with somebody. The reality is that could represent a life-threatening disease that we could intervene early and keep someone from having serious complications. And the testing for colon cancer, colorectal cancer, becoming less and less invasive. I'm sure we've all seen those commercials where you can uh, send your sample off in a box, have the poor postman pick it up and uh, take it to the uh, post office. But uh, less and less invasive. In fact, I, most cases, I don't think you drink that magic potion the day before. It's, it's a lot of times in pill form, right? Well, yeah, there's different preparations for the colonoscopy. But, you know, we really like to categorize screening for colon, colorectal cancer in two different categories. There's the stool testing, and then there's also the direct visual, visualization testing. So, you know, in terms of stool testing, we're really talking about FIT testing, so that's fecal immunochemical testing, or there's the Cologuard. That also, um, both those tests look for just tiny, tiny amounts of hemoglobin, um, basically a little bit of blood that maybe would be coming from a polyp or a cancer. And then the Cologuard also looks for abnormal DNA um, that could also represent cancer. And then, you know, in terms of the direct visualization that you referred to, a couple different modalities, but really the primary and most uh, utilized one would be the colonoscopy, where you do the prep, you cleanse your colon essentially, so then the doctor who does the procedure will be able to have clear a clear view of your colon walls to look for anything abnormal. For those colonoscopies, about how long do they take? How long does the procedure last? They're relatively short procedures. They can last anywhere between 10 to 25 minutes. They're not long at all. In fact, I would, I would dare say they're a little bit painless. It's just the reality that you are probably going to spend the day before in the bathroom um, but that's normal. That, that's what we want. So then that, you know, endoscopist, that's the, the doctor who will be doing the procedure, will really be able to see, hey, is there some abnormal tissue there? Is that a polyp? Is that a cancer? They remove it. And like, you know, like I said before, these polyps can sometimes turn into cancer. And so we can prevent cancer. Uh, you know, I guess that's, to me, one of the bottom lines. If you ask the average person, hey, if there's a way that we could prevent a life-threatening cancer, they'd say, yeah, absolutely. That sounds, that sounds great. I'd love to participate in that. Well, this is it. Test for colon cancer, and if you have an abnormal test, let us intervene. And talk about the testing. Dr. Jason West on the phone with us. SIH is going to be passing out some free fit kits, like you mentioned earlier, and sort of uh, describe these kits. Uh, is it uh, too general to say they're like the Cologuard test that we see on TV? It's a little bit different in that the FIT test requires you just to take a little bit of a brushing of your stool and a little bit of the water in the toilet bowl um, and place it on a paper, whereas the Cologuard, you're collecting the actual stool itself. But both are really great tests just because they're not invasive, they're easy to do at home, and you can send it off and then get a result. Certainly abnormal results require colonoscopies for further evaluation, but the best part is if it's negative, you're done. For the FIT test, it's every year. The Cologuard's every three years. And I'm just so proud that SIH has really taken on this endeavor. I mean, it's just a reminder 
how interested we are as an organization in taking care of this community. You know, it, um, on March 5th, the community benefits team will be at the lobby of Carbondale Memorial from 11 to 1. Um, I believe March 12th, it's St. Joe's in Murfreesboro. On March 19th, it's going to be Heron Hospital. And then March 26th, it's going to be Harrisburg Medical Center. We're on the phone with Dr. Jason West, kicking off the start of Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. It's Wear Blue Day. Uh, Doctor, are the symptoms for colon cancer different from men or women? We often hear that for things like heart attacks, but is this, I would think, we we all have the same parts. Yeah, that's a great question. Typically, we see the same symptoms. So like we talked about before, if somebody says, gosh, my stools are, you know, quote-unquote pencil thin, um, it's harder and harder for me to use the restroom. I'm having more abdominal discomfort than I've ever had. You know, I'm not sure why. Occasionally, the other finding we see is iron deficiency anemia. So, you know, say you're doing your routine blood work with your doctor and you find that your iron's low, we get concerned why you might be losing iron. Does that mean you're losing a little bit of blood? And in those situations, that's when we want to make sure that we evaluate you with some type of colon cancer screening, typically an, endo- uh, typically an endoscopy, so a colonoscopy, to see, you know, is there a polyp, is there a tumor in the colon or the rectum that's just leaking just a tiny bit of blood that maybe you don't see, but we can appreciate it on your labs. Do you have any uh, estimates or guesses as to how long or far out these are being scheduled so someone thinks they might have some of these symptoms, but how long can they expect before they actually get, say, a colonoscopy or in to see a doctor? Yeah, so couple different thoughts on that. One would be, you know, just in terms of seeing a doctor at SIH, we have open scheduling. So you can go on our website, you can find a doctor who's got openings, you can get scheduled. Um, you can also call offices, but that, that's an easy thing just to get into a primary care doctor. Um, so, you know, you can check out the website there. In terms of when these are being scheduled, we're currently scheduling colonoscopies for April. So, you know, that, that's not that far out in terms of, you know, medical timing. Sometimes people think, gosh, I've got this, you know, procedure or appointment scheduled and it's not until January of 25. That's not what we're talking about here. If you need a colonoscopy and your doctor puts in the order, we can try to potentially even get you in in April. So that that's really fast. If, if I had one of my patients tell me that their colonoscopy is in April and we just scheduled it, I'd be thrilled. So um, just from what I hear, this is not a typically a, a fast-growing cancer? Typically not. You know, certainly uh, it's hard to make full generalizations, but, you know, we, we really feel like a lot of these colon cancers start with these abnormal groups of cells that are just polyps that maybe aren't noticed or aren't caught, and then eventually they, they turn into cancers. And so that, that's really why we want to try to detect, is there any abnormality in your stool? Is there any abnormality of the tissue? So that before something becomes this horrific cancer that has spread everywhere, and we're talking about stage four, we can just remove one or two polyps. I mean, that, that's really the picture of what it is, and it's just it's such a good thing. I'm a big believer that an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of treatment, and this is 100% prevention. That's right, and we've been talking with Dr. Jason West, and SIH will be giving out those fit kits once again March 5th at the hospital in Carbondale, March 12th at St. Joe's in Murfreesboro, March 19th at the SIH Heron Hospital, and on the 26th of March at the Harrisburg Medical Center. Dr. Jason West, any uh, closing thoughts before I have to let you go? I would just tell people, you know, tell your listeners today that if they're interested in um, basically preventing colon cancer, exercise routinely, eat lots of fruits and vegetables, cut down on alcohol and tobacco, and ultimately get screened, get tested. Doctor, one last question just came in off the text line about how long do we have to wait for the results from a sample from one of these fit kits? 
That's a great question. Anywhere between a, a couple weeks to a month. A month probably is on the long side, so probably a couple weeks, but you should be re- receiving a call after you send that in, whether it's normal or abnormal. And again, if it's normal, you're okay for a year. If it's abnormal, you'd need to talk to your doctor about getting a colonoscopy set up. Dr. Jason West, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, it's always a pleasure.